Good morning, everyone. Hi, um, I'm Nikki. As Rob said, I'm married to the sweetest guy here, uh, Manish. Um, firstly, I want to take this opportunity to thank this church and all the people in it. As few of you may know, I have moved countries twice in the span of five years and have had to start all over again in terms of building friendships and community. Um, as we all know, we cannot do life alone. I just want to say that this church has played a pivotal role in making me feel home. I genuinely feel home here, and uh, I really just want to thank you guys. Myself and my husband, like, since the day we um, entered this church, we've been made feel welcomed and accepted. And I just want to praise God for this wonderful community and the church family that we have today. Thank you so much. Thank you all. That's for you. Um, let me start by asking a question. What would you say, God, if he stands in front of you today? Can you think about it for five seconds? What would you say, God? Would you give him a to-do list? God, this house, that job. This spouse, that's the girl. Or would you just say, thank you? Attitude of gratitude, eh? A.W. Tozer once said, Gratitude is an offering, precious in the sight of God. And it is one that poorest of us can make and not be poorer but richer for having made it. Today, we are going to continue our series, Timeless Songs of the Old Testament, and read from the book of Chronicles. We've heard wonderfully from Alex and Josh in the past two weeks about God our salvation and God our power. Today, we'll talk about how great is our Lord. As you must have seen, the worship was amazing, and it was all about praising our Lord and how great He is. Let me give a quick background on the book of Chronicles. The book of Chronicles is like a full recap of Israelite history with an emphasis on hope for the future through the promise that God gave David. Chapters 1 through 9 of the Chronicles lists genealogies. After reading through the genealogies, readers come through a very brief story of Saul's reign and failure as king. Then we move quickly on to King David, which retells the story from 2 Samuel. Chronicle emphasis on two clear themes. Hope for the coming Messiah, who we now know is Jesus and the hope of the temple that Solomon later built. Let's dive into the song that we are going to read today. I hope it's on the... Yeah, it's, it's from 16, ch uh, chapter 16, Chronicles. No, First Chronicles chapter 16, verses 23 to 33. I'll repeat that. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 23 to 33. Yeah. If you may... Please sing with me. Um, it's a song, and it's a song of praise. Sing to the Lord, all earth. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all people. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. 
for all the gods of the nation are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his dwelling place. Ascribe to the Lord, all you families of nations, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due to his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him, all earth. The world is firmly established and it cannot be moved. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Let the sea resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Let the trees of the forest sing. Let them sing for joy before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. Such a beautiful song of praise, isn't it? The chapter 16 begins with the Ark of the Covenant was now in Jerusalem and had kept inside the tent that David had pitched for. And they are now celebrating this by singing praises to God, thanking God for his works and exalting his name. But wait, hold on a second. What is the Ark of the Covenant? And where was it before it was in Jerusalem? In simple words, the Ark of the Covenant is the large golden chest that carried the tablets on which the Ten command Commandments were written. The Ark was a very important part of the Old Testament. It represented God's presence in midst of, of his people. Now, where, were, where was it before David brought it back? King David brought it back to Jerusalem. It was in, the, in a place called Beth Shemesh. It's about 45 minutes drive from Jerusalem, so they walked through carrying this golden chest. So you can estimate about seven hours of walking. It was there after the Israelites lost it in a battle with the Philistines. The Ark of the Covenant represented God's presence here on earth, a place of thanksgiving and praise for people. Today, because of the sacrifice Jesus made, we carry God's presence wherever we go. And so, we bring him our praise and thanksgiving here on a Sunday morning, hallelujah, on the bus, on the way to work, or as we walk through our college doors. And as we do that, we have the opportunity to share God's love with those around us. And so this morning, I want to share with you four ways from this song, that psalm that just we read, we can express true thanksgiving to God. Number one, Remember what God has done. Make and keep an actual record, because we have a human brain, we forget, of how God has given us victory. This will help you remember what God has done in your life. Very often, when we are in a season of difficulty, we forget. We forget how God in the past has brought us out of that difficult time that we have gone through already and given us victory. And so we end up worrying because we can't remember or we 
probably don't want to remember. I cannot count the number of times my mother has had to remind me what God has done throughout my life. He's brought me from places, through places, to places. Time after time, I'm sure, all of us has experienced the goodness of the Lord. Knowingly or unknowingly, we have experienced the goodness of our Lord. What we as a family do, we keep, we've kept a Thanksgiving jar, and we write all our testimonies down and praise reports on a piece of paper and keep adding them to the jar. So when we are in a weary season, just open a few randomly and read them. I can guarantee that it will not only bring peace in your current situation, but also give you hope that God has got this. He's got this. And I've put up a picture of the jar, and I didn't mean to put the picture, but I didn't want you to think that it's just picked up from internet. It's actually there. <laughs> and uh, we keep adding different colors of uh, post-it notes or paper. And it's just the way we remember what God has done in our lives. All you need to do to have this is write, thank you, Jesus, for so-and-so with the date on it. It's easier to remember once it's written down. And in Thessalonians, it says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. Let us make an important distinction here. Apostle Paul, author of many letters in the New Testament, wrote in difficulties, in difficult season. This doesn't mean thank God for difficult season. Yes, you can thank him later when you look back onto it. But when you are in the difficult season, thank God. Giving thanks in every situation shows a heart of faith that God, our Lord, is bigger than, than what you're facing. And he can use them. He can absolutely use them for his glory. If you approach him with the right heart and spirit for your good and his glory, he will use that situation. Point number two. I'm not supposed to say this, but I'm not sure what's happening. Yeah, cool. <laughs> tell others about it. Now, why telling others about what God has done in your life is important? Why can't we just keep it to ourselves and thank God in private? Sharing our testimonies with others is one of the easiest ways of glorifying Jesus. When you share your testimony, you showcase how God has made you more than a conqueror. You give him more honor and praise by sharing what he's done in your life. Essentially, you're bragging on Jesus. There are many ways to tell others about, and many reasons to tell others about what God has done in your life. But let's, let's talk about a few. Number one, it's your story and experience. You don't need to be a pastor, a theologian, or a Christian influencer for that matter to share your testimony and give glory to God. All you need is breath and the willingness to share and give glory to God. It is your personal experience with God and that giving nature of God that you share with others. Sharing our testimony and even our current struggles with others showcases the love of God. It is not uncommon for us to view God as a cruel punisher. I struggled with, it, with that perception for years when I was a new Christian. 
I grew up knowing God was loving, but his role as a judge overpowered the knowledge of his love, especially when trekking through difficult seasons of life. But when I really began to see that God is for me, I was able to trade my jaded view, that one for that's crystal clear, that God's love chases me and all of us, even in the ugliest of places. It doesn't matter to him as long as you come to him. It is important to share your testimony because it is your weapon. Revelation says that we won the victory over the devil because of the blood of lamb and the word of our testimony. There are two aspects of being victorious in this world. Our salvation, that is, through the blood of Christ, and the word of our testimony. Our testimonies and remembering them saves us hugely from the deception of this world. Because we know that we have seen, heard, and experienced the goodness of God, we cannot be deceived by the lies of this world. Our struggles will lead to a celebration. In Acts, Paul tells us, if you have a message of encouragement for the people, please speak. He's requesting each and every one of us to encourage others. If you have something positive to share, please, please share with others. Showing God's glory to everyone else. Verse 25 and 26 of the psalm we read says that genuine praises results when we declare God's character and attributes in the presence of others. When we recognize and affirm his goodness, we are holding up his perfect moral nature for all to see. Praise benefits us because it takes our mind of our problems and needs and focuses on God power, mercy, majesty, and love. Your testimony demonstrates God's power. The term testimony is derived from the Hebrew word ud. Can we all say it together? Ud. Which means to do it again. Your testimony shows people that God is in the business of doing it again and again and again. Not just for you, but for anyone else who believes. Our testimonies promote togetherness. There is a purpose in our struggle. Your story can and will help the sister or brother behind you. This life is hard, but with Christ and the community, each one of us, he has blessed us with, we can not only survive, but thrive. Sharing our testimony brings God glory. When we share our testimonies, we are not only glorifying, we are not glorifying struggle. We are glorifying God and feeding our faith rather than feeding our fear. Last point is, ascribe to the Lord. Verses 9 says, ascribe to the Lord, all you families of nation. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Doesn't this sound more like a command than a request or a good to do? It's a, 
King David, David is saying that ascribe to the Lord. It's not please ascribe to the Lord or I request you to ascribe to the Lord. He's saying ascribe to the Lord. This means that we give credit where credit is due. And credit is due to our Lord Jesus. Let us remember this in our worship and give glory to all the glory to God, ascribing him to what he is due. One last thing. Worshiping the Lord in the beauty of holiness, God's holiness, his set-apartness, has a wonderful and distinct beauty about it. It is beautiful that God is God and not man. That he is more than the greatest man or a superman. His holy love, grace, justice, and majesty are beautiful. Let us remember his innate beauty and sing out praises to God. Are you with me? Isaiah chapter 16 says that put on the garment of praise over the spirit of heaviness. If you feel that you don't have to share anything, just praise him for his innate beauty and holiness, for the fact that he's chosen you to be his children. Someone in your family is healed? Share it and praise him. So many of us need to hear that today. You got a job that you didn't expect to? Praise him louder. God made a way where there seemed no way? Praise him again. As a continuation of our worship today, a way that we are going to express our thanksgiving and praise is we've got some post-it notes um, that will be shared on and passed on to you. As you feel ready, uh, we would love you to share what you love about God, to share any praise reports or testimonies you have and post them on the walls on either sides that you see the frame that, that has been made is to glorify God today. That's the glory, glory wall. And um, we'll do this as, as a part of our worship. Thank you. Praise God. <laughs>